It's time to get your news on. We are VK1 WIA. And the national news is for week commencing Feb 19, 2023. And this week, Australia Day contest manager Alan Shannon, VK4SN, WIA Director and WIA Company Secretary Peter Clee, VK8ZZ, both will join us. Plus, much, much more in this edition of news from the Wireless Institute of Australia. I'm editor Graham, VK4BB. Ham Radio News. Nobody does it better. We are VK1WIA. Goodbye, Bouvet Island. It's goodbye from the de-expedition team 3Y0J, which departed last Tuesday, Feb 14, after striking down camp. Goodbye, too, to the chasers who, whether they were disappointed or not, have turned to other pursuits. This story, written by AR Newsline, and I voiced for them also for the lead item in their news, as of going to production, team leader Ken LA7GIA announced, with all equipment and team members on board, the sale would commence onwards to Cape Town, South Africa, where they are expected to arrive on or about February 23. There was a possibility of maritime mobile operation while en route. Team members do not have access to the log, which will be handled by QSL manager M0OXO. Now, I wonder how many VKs managed to work three Yankee Zero Juliet. From Bouvet to Darwin, WIA Director Peter, VK8ZZ. Thanks, Graham, and good morning, listeners. First up, I wanted to remind members that the annual general meeting of members will be held as a hybrid event on the 13th of May 2023, that is both in person in Canberra and online. The corporation's legislation allows for meetings to be held as virtual or hybrid meetings, that is, utilising electronic means as we have done so in the past. A hybrid meeting is both in person and by electronic means. During COVID, we have held our annual general meeting by electronic means allowing people to join from afar. This allowed members to join in on the annual general meeting without the cost of airfares and accommodation to do so, and with less risk associated with COVID. Members are invited at that meeting to ask questions of the board and to vote on motions that are put forward to that meeting. The downside of that is that we no longer always have a field day or conference in association with the annual general meeting, something members have mentioned to me and something I definitely miss as well. However, with COVID infection rates still rather high, it was felt that this was the best option for members at this time. We are yet to discuss with our members in Canberra if there are any opportunities to hold any events in conjunction with the annual general meeting, so more on that closer to the event itself. The constitution of the Wireless Institute of Australia has been around for a number of years and has only ever had a few changes. A change to the constitution can only be achieved by a special resolution put to a general meeting, such as the annual general meeting. So far, there is only one special resolution that has been proposed and endorsed by the board, and that was to rectify a typographical error that was brought to our attention at last year's annual general meeting. Lastly, a reminder that nominations for the WIA awards will to be considered by the board and notified at this year's annual general meeting will close at the end of March. 
nominations received after that date will be held over for next year. So, get in soon and nominate a person that has contributed to amateur radio in your area and that you feel needs to be recognised for their achievements. Cheers for now. This has been Peter Cleave, VK8ZZ, a WIA director and the WIA company secretary, signing off for now from sunny Darwin. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. Who listens to radio? Wade, VK1MIC. This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. Brian Alston, VK3GA. I'm Peter, VK3YE. I'm Marty. VK4 Kilo Charlie. I'm Jeff Emery, VK4 ZPP. Mark, VK6 QI for the PL Lambda Radio Group. That's From here, there, and everywhere, international news with VK2 LAW Jason. Hello. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, RAC, ARRL, NZART. Eham, Amateur Radio Newsline, RadioWorld.com and the worldwide sources of the WIA. Leading this week's international news, registration open for the 2023 QSO Today Virtual Ham Expo. The 2023 QSO Today Virtual Ham Expo will be held on March 25 and 26 and registration is now open. The event is a fully interactive virtual ham radio convention offering new content, networking opportunities and more than 50 amateur radio presentations on a wide variety of subjects. Ticket and registration information can be found at the QSO Today Virtual Ham Expo website. To news from Region 1 in Turkey, heavily involved in the relief operations after the devastating earthquake in that region, Word in that scouts are heavily involved with relief operations, including amateur radio operations. Alec, VK2 Alpha Papa Charlie, will have more later in this newscast. News of the RSGB presidential election. There was only one nomination received, so John McCulloch, MBE, Golf India 4 Bravo Whiskey Mike is elected unopposed for a two-year term. In regional elections, there were regional representative vacancies for five regions. The only candidate for Region 8 was Michael Napayab, Mike India Zero, Hotel Oscar Zulu. So he's duly elected unopposed for a three-year term. The terms of office for both roles will commence at the RSGB AGM in April. To Ireland now, St Patrick's Day Award. There's just under a month to register to participate in the annual St. Patrick's Day Award. The event takes place over a 48-hour period from 12 noon UTC on the 12th of March to 12 noon UTC on the 18th of March. This is in order to allow worldwide participation in all time zones. The St. Patrick's Day Award is 48 hours of non-competitive fun for licensees and SWLs. Anyone can participate, but also register to be a participating station for the St. Patrick's Day Award by completing a short registration form online. 
To news from Region 3, in New Zealand, Auckland AREC was all geared up supporting Auckland Emergency Management, AEM, during the onslaught of Cyclone Gabrielle. They had been asked to prepare to support field teams throughout Auckland with radio communications to the Auckland Emergency Coordination Centre, ECC. The communications team was relaying traffic between ECC and the teams in the field via VHF radio. There was a great response from local ARIC members to the call for volunteers. Multiple roles were filled, including communicators talking on the radio, log keepers recording forwarding messages, and even supporters and gophers handling phone calls, logistics and making coffee, etc. For VK1WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now, operational news with VK4FUQ. Felix. Hello there. Australia Contest, and here is Alan, VK4SN, the manager of said test. With this year's Australia Day 2003 contest report. For Australia Day, to keep things simple, an operator can use the AX or VK prefixes for all of Australia Day and submit a log for the 12 hours that the contest runs. This is good for FT8 users as the log can be made up from the ADI file generated by normal use of the WSJTX program. Very few pickings were heard on CW or SSB, as most were on FT8 going for distance points with a never-ending flow of QSOs. 22 logs from VK and 5 DX logs were received. Feedback over log submission seemed to indicate that some were finding it hard to use or set up N1MM logger. A comprehensive set of notes shows the whole procedure, complete with pictures, and is available from the WIA contest webpages. Remembering that half the world is sleeping during our contest time slot, if not at work during a weekday, but more overseas advertising for next year is needed to boost the participation. Failure to read the rules this year was most evident, resulting in a few problems for some, but were eventually overcome and logs were eventually accepted via vklogchecker.com. This contest is all about having a bit of fun on your day off and does not gain points for the WIA contest champion. So for first place single operator phone was Paul, Alpha X-Ray 5, Papa Alpha Sierra. Single op CW went to Whiskey 7, Victor Charlie. Single operator digital, first place went to AX4, Alpha Delta Charlie. Multi-single went to VK4, Hotel Mike, with operators VK4, BOB, VK4, SJB and VK4, Juliet Uniform. Second place went to VL4Alpha with operators VK4BLE and VK4FOMP. Multi-Multi went to Alpha X-Ray 5 Alpha Radio Alpha. For our DX winners, first place CW, as mentioned before, went to Whiskey 7 Victor Charlie. The Dinner Digital section, first place went to Whiskey Hotel 6 Echo Yankee. Second was Kilo Hotel 6 Romeo Delta Oscar. Third place went to November Hotel 6 Oscar. And fourth place went to Hotel Sierra Zero Zulu Oscar Yankee. Thank you for your participation. And best 73s, this is Alan, VK4, Sierra November. Now, contest wise, and on now. Keys at the ready. 
The ADAL Royal International DX contest runs from 000, zero hours UTC Saturday and ends at 23.59 hours UTC on Sunday. Using CW on the 160-10m contest segments, the exchange is signal report and transmission power. American stations also send their state. Canadian stations send their province. Next weekend, February 25-26, will be New Zealand's Jock White Memorial Field Day, and we here in VK have a special category. The Jock White is always held on the last full weekend in February, Saturday 1500 hours to 2400 hours and ZDT, Sunday 0600 hours to 1500 hours and ZDT, and on 40 and 80 metres. March 1819, John Moore Field Day, UDC 100 hours Saturday to 0059 hours UDC Sunday. Yoda Contest, Youngsters on the Air, known as the Yoda Contest. First round, 22nd of April, 0800 hours UTC to 1959 hours UTC. May 6th, Saturday, Harry Angel Memorial Sprint, 106 minutes, an annual 80 metre contest event to commemorate the life of Harry Angel VK4HA, who at the time of his becoming a silent key was the oldest licensed amateur in Australia. The duration of the contest is 106 minutes, one minute for each year of Harry's life. May 2021, Don Edwards Memorial Slow Moors Contest. Begins the weekend after Mother's Day. 80 metre section, Saturday 20th of May, 6 to 9pm Sydney time. 40 metre section, afternoon of Sunday 21st of May, 1 to 4pm Sydney time. Awards in the DX window. And first up news of an Aussie special event. Richard VK2SKY from Sydney's Manly Ringer Radio Society. The 26th of February this year is a big day for us. That date marks 100 years since the first meeting of the Manly and District Radio Club in 1923. That club eventually became the Manly Warringah Radio Society. To celebrate, we'll be activating the special event station VI100MB on the day and throughout 2023. To find out more, check out Victor India 100 Mike Bravo on QRZ.com and visit the Society's website. Hope to catch you on the bands. For WIA National News and the Manly Warringah Radio Society, I'm Richard VK2SKY. Thanks, Richard. On the air is TM20AAW until the 24th of February, participating in the 20th Antarctic Activity Week, which takes place from today for a week. That is, it ends on the 26th of the month. TM2011W is operating from France. QSL via TW or via F8DVD home call, direct or by the Bureau. Denmark. Special event station OZ625E is on the air until the 28th, commemorating the opening of the new Enigma Museum of Communications in Copenhagen. The museum itself opened Saturday 25th and has items dating back to 1624. At Enigma you'll see from history and historic objects that people have always been challenged in the areas of communication. For more than 80 years, the Danish national treasure, Miss Klokken, has faithfully provided the Danes with precise times. But mobile phones, the internet and radio control clocks have made the service virtually redundant. There was a time when Miss Klokken 
was a technical revolution that thousands of people contacted daily. But enough of the museum. Back to the ham scene. QSL, OZ-625E, via operator's instructions. Look for other OZ-625E-XX stations to be active as well. UN Global Service Centre, Amateur Radio Club, 4U1GSC, using the call sign 4U13FEB, is on for this month, February. 4U13FEB, special call is on the air to promote World Radio Day, which was marked Monday the 13th. 4U13FEB is based in Brindisi, Italy. QSL via 982AA, either direct or by the Bureau. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ Inningham. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service in the ACT region. That can be heard on our Mount Janini repeaters, 146950, 438050 at 0900 local time every Sunday. I'm Amanda, VK1 Whiskey X-Ray. It's Graham VK4BB sticking his finger out the window again and checking the wireless weather. In a continued sign of strength for Solar Cycle 25, sunspot counts just hit a nine-year high. NOAA says the monthly sunspot number skyrocketed in January 2023. The monthly sunspot number of 144 in January was only percentage points away from topping the previous solar cycle, Solar Cycle 24, which peaked in February 2014 with a monthly value of 146. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with VK3GTV. Cole. Hello, everyone. First up, it's ARDF. What's in a name? USA Radio Orienteering Championships set this year for April 19 to 23rd. This is the 22nd USA Radio Orienteering Championships, and this year will be held at Cooper Lake State Park in Texas and is hosted by the New Mexico Orienteers. The White Rock Lake Amateur Radio Club will provide communications support, and the new name, Radio Orienteering, has been transitioning to this new name, but it's actually the same radio navigation sport we know as Amateur Radio Direction Finding, ARDF. The sport involves using special radio receivers to find hidden transmitters in timed events. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Astronomical. Two amateur radio events are scheduled in mid-February to celebrate an astronomer who mapped the universe and an astronomer who discovered a planet. The Northern Arizona DX Association has been conducting a 10-year special event countdown to the 100-year anniversary of Pluto's discovery. The planet was spotted in 1930 by Clyde Tombar at the Lowell Observatory in Flagstaff, Arizona. This is the third year of the special event, 
which is running until February 20 from the Lowell Observatory, using the callsign W7P on most bands and modes. In Poland, from last Friday, February 17 until March 5, the Polish Amateur Radio Union is operating nine, yes, nine, special event stations, honouring the 550th anniversary of the birth of Nicholas Copernicus. Copernicus mapped the universe and formulated a model that placed the sun, rather than the earth, at its centre. The nine special event stations are using SN550 and various suffixes. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Australia's School Amateur Radio Club can be mightily proud that their satellite antenna rotator has been featured for the world to see in AMSAT News Service Edition ANS 043. The Sarktrack Mark 3B, a $290 satellite antenna rotator from Australia, comes with all its components enclosed in a waterproof IP65 rated enclosure. It makes use of a 3D position sensor with magnetometer, allowing the unit to know its orientation at all times, meaning that it should be able to automatically position itself from start-up. Still on Space News, Cosmos 2499 was speculated to be a spy satellite or an experimental weapon test when launched almost 10 years ago, but now it's disintegrating. A mysterious Russian satellite of unknown purpose is breaking up in low-Earth orbit, US officials confirmed this week. Back in 2013 and 2014, Russia launched several satellites into space. One of these was an object that Space Watchers designated as Cosmos 2499. No one knows exactly what Cosmos 2499 is, but it was launched along with communication satellites. It wasn't on the launch manifest and was thought to be debris until it started manoeuvring in orbit. Speculation at the time proposed it was possibly a spy satellite or an experimental anti-satellite weapon. On Monday, the 18th Space Defense Squadron, a part of the U.S. Space Force, confirmed that Cosmos 2499 broke apart on January 4th into 85 chunks of debris, almost 700 miles above the Earth. America's Guardians are tracking the dozens of debris chunks hurtling through space, and the debris is expected to live in the atmosphere for years to come. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA, OC047, Solomon Islands, until the 8th of May. The call sign is H44MS and is operating from Melita, IOTA number 0C047, until late April, on 83-6 metres on SSB and some FT8. QSL to his home call, DLGAC Direct or via the Bureau. He'll upload his log to Club Log and LOTW when he returns home. Worldwide Special Interest Group, Military, Manly Warringah Radio Society. Through the week, a lecture was held at the Society. Former Club President and author Rod, VK2ZZM, talked about his book, the Lost Women of Rabaul, the true story of a group of Australian nurses who were captured by Japanese forces during the Second World War. An early draft of Rod's book became the basis for the award-winning ABC TV production Sisters of War, which can be seen on ABC iView. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting Scouts and Amateur Radio Activities in Turkey Alec, VK2APC, has been keeping his eyes and ears open. Scouts and amateur radio activities in Turkey. As you are aware, 
A 7.8 magnitude earthquake struck in eastern Turkey and Syria on February 6, 2023. Scouts from all over Turkey have gone to the region to take part in search and rescue operations. The scouts are also supporting the Red Crescent by helping with humanitarian aid activities to assist the earthquake victims. The Turkish Scouting Federation has transported many of their scouts, leaders and volunteers to the region with its own resources, mostly in their personal vehicles. Due to difficult communication conditions in the field, they communicate via amateur radio with each other and between the camps. Their president of the Turkish Scouting Federation, Hassan Husubasi, Tango Alpha 1, Golf Echo, is also involved in amateur radio operations to assist the rescue and relief operations. Our thoughts go out to all that have been affected by this earthquake. Thanks, Alec. Next up, it's Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. March is shaping up to be a busy month for Wyson, New South Wales. Wyson will be providing comms support for True Grit at Lower Portland on the 4th and 5th. Then there are five memory walk events. Western Sydney on the 5th, Illawarra on the 12th, Canberra on the 19th, and events in Cronulla and Hunter on the 26th. Wyson New South Wales is seeking operators for all these events. The memory walks are just a few hours, so they're good starter events for newer Wyson members to get some experience. And that's the latest Worldwide Special Interest Group news for this week. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. At 10am Sunday, it can be heard on the Amateur Radio New South Wales News Network, on HF from VK2WI in Sydney, and on relay to repeaters in Sydney, the Central Coast, Newcastle, the Illawarra, and Western Blue Mountains. From VK2WI, the studios of Amateur Radio New South Wales at Dural in Sydney, I'm Matthew, VK2YAP. Rewind. This decade, electromagnetism is 200 years old. The Danish physicist Hans Christian Andersen... Oh, no, no, no. He was the storyteller. Hans Christian Ersted proved in 1820 that electricity and magnetism really belong together. He immediately recognised the significance of the connection between the two phenomena and triggered the development of electricity theory and electrical engineering with the publication of his findings. Without Ersted's discovery, there would be no radio, no television, electronics, computers, amateur or mobile communications that we know today. Almost everyone knows volt, ampere, watt and hertz, also as terms from the theory of electricity. But who and what is Ersted? Well, let's find out. In 1820, the Danish physicist Hans Christian Ersted observed the deflection of a compass needle by a current-carrying wire during a lecture and thus discovered the magnetic effect of electric current. On the 21st of July, 1820, Ersted demonstrated his observation to a high-ranking society of uh, scientists in Paris and wrote down his findings. From his research, results on electromagnetism electricity theory and electrical engineering, as well as numerous applications based on them, radio and television, electronics, computers, amateur and mobile communications, etc., developed, which have fundamentally changed our society in the course of time. Until 1970, though, the physical unit of magnetic field strength 
abbreviated with the unit symbol OE, was named after Ørsted. Technically generated radio frequency electromagnetic fields are also referred to as radio frequency radiation. This fundamental physical property is the basis of all high frequency radiation. All applications in wireless communications technology as well as the operation of radio amateurs are based on this same principle. So there you have it. My time is up. I'm John Knox, VK4FJRK, and this has been Rewind. This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au To the 23 social scene and clubs are welcome to submit text with audio for this section and details of all WIA affiliated clubs and societies can be found on the WIA website including email addresses and website links. In VK4, Redcliffe, their Redfest happens April 1. Right across VK, the WIA AGM, May 13 at 10.30am Australian Eastern Standard Time. It's proposed for Canberra, as Peter said earlier in today's bulletin. It's a hybrid event conducted both in person and by video conference and will be able to be viewed on an internet streaming platform. Back in VK4, it's Sunfest and note the date, September 9. Sunfest will be held at Mountain Creek State School's massive air-conditioned auditorium and it's just off the Sunshine Motorway, and Mountain Creek is tucked into the west of Mooloolaba. And again, across all of VK, Alara Meet 2023 happens November 4 and 5 in Hobart. I'm Graham, VK4BB. We'll see you next week. Until then, walk softly. This has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.